One's a blonde, one's a brunette. You put them together, what do you get? Amanda and Emily. It's a show about nothing at all. Amanda and Emily, come join us and you'll have a ball. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Amanda and Emily. We have a podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Emily Danger. Oh, see, sometimes you do a last name, but this time it just felt like, That's I mean, sometimes you do name. a middle name and, and That's this my time last it, name now. it felt like your last name. It's my last name now. What happened to Fontana? <laughs> that Emily is gone. Wow. Oh, so this is a whole new, it's not just a new name. It's a whole new persona. Mm-hmm. Persona. Yeah, yeah. And it don't, it might make people think that I'm going to be dangerous now. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the absolute assumption. Doesn't mean that. Oh. It means I really love anything else that has to do with danger. Took a hobby of mine. Like Which fire? is my love of danger. Yes. Love it now. Roller coasters? Yes. Guns. <laughs> Still not into guns. Still so, not into guns. Still can't go that far. Okay. 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 So well, your danger has limits, and I, I respect that. Thank you. I do. I always have, and I always will. Thank you. But I will tell you, Emily, danger. It is episode 107. 107.9. The grunge. Oh. <laughs> all grunge all the time. 107 hours a day. <laughs> hey. Everybody remembers this STP hit. On a Sunday afternoon. Grunge. Stone Temple Pilots. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves this Pearl Jam. Oh, I meant to say PJ. And I just said <laughs> Pearl Jam instead. That's okay. Girl, Mishbogger. I will say that. Who's lead singer Stone Temple Pilots? Oh, Scott Weiland. Wow. Wait, Scott Weiland? Scott Weiland? Okay. He's dead. Yeah. Um, And your Pearl Jam, they sounded. It's my grunge voice. It's all the same. Yeah. What, yeah. what, would, what would like Nirvana sound like? Uh, it it took me an unreasonable amount of time to source a Nirvana song. Yeah, load up on guns, bring your friends. It's fun to lose and to pretend. Do you remember when that song came out? Yeah. You had to have been like I was little. My brother had it, and it was like scary music to me. (laughs) Yeah, at the time, it kind of was scary music. I remember I I was driving in a car with a bunch of like the churchy kids from my high school. Oh shit! (laughs) And it had just come out, and we were all like shouting it out of their car windows. And I was like, "Look at you, Christian kids, being so wild. You're doing it. Yeah, it's happening." Except, well, ladies and gentlemen, it's episode one hundred seven, and thank you for joining us today. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Emily. I didn't have a choice. Well, I mean, I guess there's always a choice. What would you do? Like You'd be like, welcome so much. I'm Amanda. And, then and I would, today's episode. I would leave gaps. <laughs> Just empty spaces. And then you could like ADR them later. And you could like, I, I would be like, whoa, Emily. Language. Pause, <laughs> pause, pause. <laughs> Just like, just constantly, just do. Reactions. Then what if I didn't record though? You just released the episode with then a bunch I, of spaces I would, in it. I would have other reactions. I would give myself a character, and that would be. You do a fake voice, and yeah. then be the person you were doing mm-hmm. the show with. Yeah. Can I hear one of those voices? Yeah, it'd be like, "Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Amanda and Oscar." <laughs> <laughs> I'm Amanda. I'm Oscar. <laughs> Why does he talk like And that? we are here today to talk to you about recycling. Recycling is important. 
to me than it should be to you. Did Oscar have a tracheotomy? Oscar, that's a great take on recycling. Um, Why do you think that people should be so excited about recycling? It's our present and future. (laughs) This podcast seems like it's going to be dreadful. (laughs) Look, I, I had limited time and budget. <laughs> and you had to source someone fast. And I had to get someone Os- fast. Oscar was the only one that responded. Yes, he's the only one. You know, give him, you know, he has. How did you find Oscar? A, a want ad. <laughs> <laughs> In a newspaper? Yeah. Wow. So it was hard. So No it wonder was... he sounded like a 75-year-old man. He is. Oscar, thank you for being here. You can leave. Goodbye. Okay, he's <laughs> not that. It wasn't for us. Do you know what you sounded like? It wasn't me. It was Oscar. Sorry. Anyway, we're all here having a time. Um, thank you, everybody. Our, the last episode re- we released was our live episode. So thank you guys so much for coming out to the live show. Thanks for being there. We'll have another one in September. Talked a lot about my bra. We did. Beige ones, too. Mm-hmm. It's just about beige bras. Everybody's favorite. Everyone's favorite. I'm wearing one now. Um, only. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Okay, no, I'm wearing a t-shirt. Thank you very much. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll have another one in September and we'll let you know when that's going to be, folks. So take that. Take that uh, uh, to the bank. Yeah. Take it to the bank. Try to cash it. See what happens. Take it to the break. Mm. <laughs> you, are, just you, you are musically inclined today. Am I? Yeah, you're just singing a bunch of tunes. You did some grunge. You oh, did well, some JT. Yeah. Well, that's because you said 107.9 go <laughs> to grunge. Well, that's I had to do that. They make us do that every couple times an hour for our station right right right. <laughs> i have to do it which reminds me uh you're welcome back to 107.9 the grunge uh here's our next song it's creed with higher can you take me higher that was actually a pearl jam cover of of creed <laughs> just, just uh, because it sounds the better. same <laughs> Um, but it's, it's, it's episode 107. Mm-hmm. And before we get to our topic, I do, I do have a couple of corrections from our last few episodes. Hit me with it. Okay. So I do want to talk a little bit about some of the things we talked about on our presence episode. Mm-hmm. You know, we got, we got in, I'll say right away, a correction right off the bat, mm-hmm. not knowing who the star of Babe was besides Babe, of course. James Cromwell. Good job, Emily. You, you got it. I was at a CVS the other day. Nope. A Walgreens. <laughs> Sorry, CVS was fresh on my brain because I just had to go to one. I was at a Walgreens and I, I don't know what happened to me. All of a sudden, James it just Cromwell. came to me. I went, James Cromwell. And the person next to you said, yes. And it was him. <laughs> it was James Cromwell. It was him. What are the odds? <gasps> oh my God, I would be so happy. If you, between James Cromwell and Alan Alda. Alan Alda, stop it. Okay, all the time. Um, Who was the guy that was in oh, not this again. the Academy Award winning film this year? The Water, Shape of Water. What's that actor's name? Because I'm I was, I'm sweet on him too. The scary no, one, the older gentleman. Oh, oh, Emily, I can't do another correction. I'm with sorry. You. Okay, I hate when a correction spins. To I know. Correction. Me too. You know I'm this. sorry about that. You know this. Go ahead. Go ahead. James Cromwell, and I just want to let you know because I do often talk on this episode of on this podcast about Babe's incredible nominations for Oscars. It is shocking. So I want to just close that gap. I want to close that loop. It was nominated for seven Academy Awards. <laughs> seven. And, and in, it won one. It won visual effects. That makes sense. Got it. Made a pig talk. But although in retrospect, not great. <laughs> well, you know what? I haven't visited in a while. And I got to say, Cromwell was nominated. He was nominated for Best 
supporting actor. That has got to sting. Does that mean he was supporting the pig? To me, it seems like that film seems like they were both supporting one another. Like you can't make pig. You couldn't make either one of them the star. Like neither one existed without the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. So they would be like Babe wasn't the lead. It's called Babe. Fair. <laughs> that's it's a, a, tough it's a one. fair argument. I think James Cromwell, though, so at the time win. was probably like sixty something years old, so he was probably just psyched that the Academy was even like acknowledging that he existed as an actor anymore. A lot of older people. I mean, especially the Oscars, people older people are winning awards. You know what I mean, though? Like it, he's still relevant in Hollywood, like super relevant. He's at the Academy. He's being nominated for an Academy Award. I don't know. White men in their sixties is a very popular category. Is that a thing? Yes. Huh. I like him. Me too. And he did not win. Oh. Unfortunately, he did not win. But that was the 1996 Oscars. Wait, do you so. know who won? No. Oh. Why are you spending this into other corrections? All the I time? didn't mean to. I'm just saying, like, I thought you were doing, like, a lead in. No, like, no, no, did no, win. no, 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 no. So I just wanted to make sure that we covered, because we could not think of his name. And now we know it was James Carmel. Richard Jenkins. Is the one in Shape of Water. I don't like us Googling things. I'm sorry, but I had to because I didn't want it to come up again next week. And you hate corrections within a correction. I do. So I just nipped it in the bud. I appreciate it. And that. also James Cromwell and Richard Jenkins were both on my favorite television program of all time. That television program is Six Feet Under. I thought so you were going to say it was Double Dare. That's Mark Summers, right? Of course it's Mark Summers, but I just didn't know. They're bringing was. Double Dare back. Did you know that? It's already on, so. Okay. Yes, I did know. I didn't know. No, you, you. Do you have another correction? I do. Oh. Um, we spent a fair amount of time, some may say too much time, talking about Fonzie. I don't, ne- there's never enough. I, in fact, I think most would say not enough time. <laughs> um, so as we mentioned, so in the last episode, we did a deep dive into Arthur Fonzarelli because we were confused about his history um, several episodes ago. And now this is, it feels like, the Fonz is the Willy Wonka of 2018. Like oh. this is something that keeps coming up and something that's like really getting to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm happy to have this. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm also, excited for rabbit holes to go down. It's a little resurgence for Henry Winkler too, who actually I don't think is doing terribly. I don't think he's doing so bad. He's doing Arrested Development, which is. And he's also on Barry, the Bill Hader mm-hmm. HBO show. And he's great. In- he's great. Uh, in it. Yeah. So he's doing great. So you know what? We're celebrating him in 2018. Love him. And I think that's fine. Um, so the thing, the big thing that came up that was a real question for us involved his jobs. Now, I'm going to tell you, Emily, I'm going to give you all the information I have, okay. but it's not enough. So okay. it may mean that we, I don't know if Happy Days is on Hulu, but it may mean we have to do a, a deeper dive because okay. I may need to get my eyes on it because the internet doesn't have a lot. It, was it has so- a lot of general statements. Not a lot of very specific. Well, it said that he was a mechanic. Yep. Got that. It said that he was the owner of Al's driving. Co-owner, <laughs> Emily. Co-owner. How could you forget about Al? It's in the title, Al. That was done. I thought maybe there was an episode where Al passed away and Fonz took it over. That's possible. But Emily, there's That's only so much saying. information on the internet. Also, did you know that there's like, there's Al, who was yeah. like the heavy set white guy. Yeah, that yeah, was, you know. But then also there was an Asian gentleman that like also owned it at one point. Oh. Uh, Are we talking about Fonzie? No, no. Then also, I guess Fonzie was a co-owner. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of, a lot of changing owners. hands. A lot in. of changing hands at Al's. <laughs> and also, Al's was like a pub. Al's drive-in is like a whole other thing. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Again, I <laughs> have maybe seen one and a half episodes. So, okay. And then there was high school teacher. Yes. High school teacher. Yes. So and that was pretty much it, right? Yeah. Okay. So I got a little bit more information. Okay. So here we go. Right. <laughs> um... Throughout the series, the Fonz worked a variety of jobs. Mm -hmm. This is from sitcomsonline.com. 
Throughout the series, the Fonz worked variety <laughs> jobs. He started at Otto's Auto Orphanage, <laughs> which later became Herb's Auto Repairs. Okay, just and finally I... Bronco's Auto Repairs. Right, so that's mechanic. When Richie and the rest of the gang graduated from high school, mm-hmm. the Fonz revealed that he had been secretly attending night school. The Saturdays and he I had this. earned his diploma. Yeah. Following this academic achievement, he became a shop teacher at Jefferson High. High school teacher. Yes. It's okay, we got Shop that. teacher. And finally, okay. he became the dean of boys at George Saint at George S. Patton Vocational High School. Wait, okay, hold on a second. A huge diversion went on <laughs> between like he shop teacher, the dean. Can you imagine where this series like strangely went? I just want to dive into this season. That has to be because like, there's last one season. There's one more step. Oh, no way. It's not related to his job necessarily, but it is related to his life. All right. Uh, g- in wait, 1980- don't, 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 don't say it. Can I try to guess? Please. Um, okay, so he's like the dean of this. It's like a boys school. The dean of boys, which seems wrong. The <laughs> dean of boys at George S. Patton Vocational High School. Okay. You know what I think happens? Yes. There's a kid. There's a student that's down on his luck and Arthur uh, Herbert Fonzarelli adopts him. Emily, you are correct in 1984 the show's final season the year i was born the Fonz left his early image as a rebel completely behind and adopted a young orphan boy danny the one-time juvenile delinquent had grown up and become a middle-class family man well but he i guess but he's still like a single father of an adopted orphan child who's like i mean it's not like sounds like he changed it up to me Wait, so do you know about like Changed happy... this real tune. <laughs> you know about like happy days and like, you know about the jump the shark thing. Yes. So that's another funny thing about like Arthur Fonzarelli, that character. Like that whole phrase, jump the shark, is derived from but an he episode li- he of liter- Happy Days. Yeah, he literally jumped a shark. He was jet skiing. He was, he was like no, on a motorcycle was... that went up a ramp in the water and went over a shark. And that's like... Where it, was this? They consider this the episode that like... That was the that's end it, of Happy Days. It was like, that was it. After That episode was so ridiculous that any fan of Happy Days was like, I'm never I'm never watching this again. Was it an ocean? It had to have been in I, the ocean. I, I've Where seen, does the show take... What town I, does it take place in? <laughs> I feel like there's some place like... Like Minnesota or something. Oceans near Minnesota. Maybe a lake. I think a they, shark in a lake. <laughs> Are there freshwater sharks? We'll talk to Robbie about it. There's too many corrections already happening Yeah, it's right already now. too much. But my point is... It's very funny to me that it never, I didn't even think about the fact that like we were talking about Fonzie and then I was like, oh right. I'm like, jump the shark. that's jumped the shark. That's him. So now when you're telling me about these, I'm assuming that these are later episodes of Happy you Days. You mean when he was the dean of boys? He was the dean of boys that adopted an orphan. Dean bo- of boys bo- can't be something. It can't be dean of boys. And he adopted Danny the And two boy. sources call, refer to him as dean of boys. So it's not like a misprint on one website. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's just, I'm just thinking maybe it's just an all boys, boys school. But why would it be called Dean of Boys? It's just upsetting. Okay, I'm moving on from the Fonz. I don't want to, but we have to. So guys, just be mindful. If you have any Fonz updates, then just let us know. Thank you. Please keep us posted. And honestly, this goes for all of Happy Days, I will say. Like, I would love an, ep- an update on Ralph Malf. <laughs> I don't. You, you didn't watch a lot of Happy Days, did you? No, but now I'm interested. Ralph Malf is like the least likable of all I of thought them. Potsy was. Potsy's cute though, like, mm. so, and he doesn't offer much, so you're just kind of like, that's fine. 
Richie's the most likable. Of course. I, my friend, my Jen, growing up, she uh, was in love with Richie Cunningham. I mean, he's real cute and sweet. Which, again, the last season was before I was born. And yet, we were in love with him. <laughs> yeah, but I, I bet you that last season, like, Richie wasn't even on it. I bet you none of those characters were on it. I bet you this was, like, way later. A lot- well, they graduated high school. They probably moved on. Yeah, this is just Arthur Fonzarelli. That's what they should have renamed the show. Just <laughs> Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> Dean of Boys. <laughs> Um, okay, moving on. Emily, right. in the last episode, or in 105. So many corrections. I know. <laughs> you couldn't come up. Neither of us could source. Wait, let me guess it. If I Let me see if I can do it now. Go ahead. I know. I wasn't going to say it. Okay. Neither of us could source someone who studies stars and looks at stars. An astrologist. Yes. <laughs> what happened to me in the real time? <laughs> it's an astronomer. In the moment, we both guessed star doctor. Because <laughs> we said it was medical. And then we said meteorologist because of weather. But Emily, you got there. It was it's astronomer. I said astrologist. Astronomer. Astronomer seems more right. Well, I wrote down astronomer. <laughs> yeah, no, astronomer's right. Astrologist seems like maybe they study like um, horoscope stuff. Mm, okay. And the last don't go, one. Don't go do I'm not. Deep I'm not. The last one. Another one. The last one. It's related to this. Okay. We talked about how I got a star. Bought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bought for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I went to the International Star Registry. To see what these cost. You can still buy them today. There's, okay. There's three options. First option. Name a visible star. This is our standard package. How much? It's like one that already, like, I just, you can see it. You can see it. And you get to name it. This is a standard package. This is the lowest tier. Okay. That's what I was wondering. All right. Uh, $75. $39.90. <laughs> Um, what about a visible star in a constellation? Very easy to locate. And this is recommended for astro layman. What does that mean? Unclear. $50. $59.90. It's a big leap from the standard to the... Yeah. Last one. Name two stars orbiting each other. <laughs> Very rare and bright stars. It's recommended for couples. I was just going to say, this has to be like a couple's thing. $150. Okay, they are leaps between. Don't, don't make quite make it, sense. They don't, so they don't really quite make sense. sense. Um, so you too can name and do a meaningless gift for someone else. You can do that, or you can do the current fad, which is buying a piece of Mars. That's right. A piece of Mars. Do you have the pricing on that? I don't. Lunar oh. Land Company is the world's most recognized celestial real estate agency that and has been some... selling land on planet Mars for decades. That is uh, some fucking bullshit right there. Why? The name of that company. The they... Lunar Land Company? No, real estate. Real the estate. fact that they're putting real estate in the title of their company name is just like kind of a little bit sick. Celestial real estate agency. Celestial real estate. Well, look, if we're going to have a space force... Uh, really topical. Is that a thing? I don't know. Yes, Emily. I don't know. Our president wants to make a space force by the year 2020. (laughs) What does he mean? Does he even know what he means? I don't think any of us do. But it sounds like he wants to have... (laughs) He sounds like like a little boy. A a space army. Yeah. You know, a place where no one lives. I want a space force. That sounds cool to me. Hi, guys. Here's a meeting. I'm Donald Trump. Everyone have a seat. (laughs) I like to have a space force. Uh, sir, what is that? Space. It's like when people go on rocket ships and they build houses. Yeah, wait. Uh, I get the rocket ships part, but the build houses? Who owns Mars? The Celestial Real Estate Company. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody buy them for me. 
I'm a grouchy and hungry. Where's my pudding cup? <laughs> it's sadly, it's more like a barrel of KFC. God, he's such a. Okay. Anyway, whoa! I was on. doing a caricature, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. I thought you were doing an accurate impression, but there we are. I don't like bringing him up on the podcast, so let's move along. I was doing a make believe present. I know it was fun. Okay. Anyway, moving along. Emily, today's episode. Today's episode. It's episode 107, and our topic is teachers. teachers. Did you like teachers? I don't know if you can generalize like that. I think I did overall. Did you? Mm, it depended. All right, that's the end of our episode. <laughs> Me and Jenny um, Effie were for- in, and when I was in elementary school at Charlotte A. Dunning Elementary in Framingham, Massachusetts. You had one through five. Who was Charlotte A. Dunning again? We one through six. This. Oh, uh, a lady. <laughs> Very good. Know. Asked and answered. <laughs> her picture's hanging. Her, a lady and her picture is hanging. <laughs> Six years of your life. But I was a child. So uh, one through six, and there was two classes for every grade. Okay. So you were either in like one teacher or the others as you went along. Yeah, of course. And the likelihood of sharing a class with one person like all the time, it was never going to happen. It's just your, your classes were always switched yeah, up. of course. Me and Jen Yaffe were in the same class for all six years of elementary school. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? That's so fun. Yeah, it's very fun. It's probably why we were, of course, such good friends. Um, uh, and I would say that our, our the seesaw of how our teachers went was like first good, grade, bad. awesome. Second grade, bad. Lame. Third grade, awesome. awesome. Fourth grade, lame. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's the, that's how that went. I think I went back and forth with teachers. For us, it was three. It was three teachers that you get split up with. Mm-hmm. Um, but in it didn't start mattering until it's it, it sort of got less mattering was in third grade because in third grade was the big milestone because in our school because remember my school was kindergarten through eighth grade all in school right um third grade was when you started switching classes meaning in second grade yes. you just had one teacher the whole time always yes. they taught you everything but in third grade if you need if you want to go to math class you go to a different teacher. It's all the same hallway but it was a different teacher and that was very exciting that didn't happen for us until we were in maybe Fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, for us it was third. Huh. Um, but that was probably my, my like first time dealing with a teacher who was like scary for me was third grade and everybody warned you about him. His name was Mr. McCluskey, first of all. His name was Mr. <laughs> McCluskey and he was the math teacher and he was mean. He was just mean. What was his problem? He was just a dick. And, <laughs> and I think it's also like – I this is third grade was when I started to make my rapid decline in math. <laughs> it was like I was average with everyone else, and then suddenly it was like, oh no, no matter. I don't enjoy this. You don't need to do third this. Third grade was also when I became confused about math. Yeah, because I think they they introduced like multiplication and division. That's when it starts being <laughs> Listen, addition and subtraction were a breeze, a real breeze. Even but to this day, I this, can really do them. I can add and subtract all day long. I can do it. I don't like to brag, but I can do that. And I can multiply. Hey, <laughs> but you bring that that line supported by the two dots, the Oof. division symbol into things. And it Can't. is like, I'm like, carry the one. Oh, boy. Remainder. No, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I don't understand. I'll leave it. <laughs> Isn't it funny looking back in retrospect, too, to think about a gentleman like like about Mr. McCluskey? Yes. Was it like as an adult, you're able to look and go, oh, that guy was just a fucking asshole. Yeah. But when you're young, 
You're you like, think it must scare- be you yeah. or that it, you know, like that you're doing something yeah. wrong. I'm not horrible. smart enough. He doesn't like me. It was horrible. It's very weird. That was my first. Um, Unnice people shouldn't be teaching children. But that's. If you're a dick piece of shit, you just shouldn't be able to teach. Because kids can't handle that. No. Especially young kids. And I'm not saying every kid gets a trophy, but like they should at least have someone that like cares for children around yes. them. Certainly. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> Certainly. This man, if this man didn't like children. Certainly. What were you doing? Um, I think for me though, the teachers that stand out, it's honestly, he's the only one that stands out to me as one that was like scary. Um, and then the rest of my brain is like weird teacher things that will never leave my brain. Like what? Okay. So this one's, you're going to have to bear with me on this one. Okay. Okay. So starting in seventh grade, I'm not going to say this teacher's name just because it feels like. Mean? Well, what I'm about to say is very weird and. Okay, get on with it. <laughs> so I think he was our social studies teacher. For, I think it was for seventh and eighth grade, mm-hmm. if I, but I may be incorrect. It may have just been eighth grade. Um, <laughs> and the <laughs> it's very hard to say. So was, I'll say this: his first name was Jeff. That was his first name. Okay. And so we started calling him secretly. Um, the girls in our group started calling him PJ, which stood for pubic Jeff because what we believe is that when he would wear certain pairs of pants his pubic hair would stick through <laughs> what are you talking about was this a real truth was his pubic hair really coming out of his pants or were you guys being Emily, dumb young kids I wish I could know at my ripe age of 33 right now what the what the situation what was what this general because it happened constantly and it happened with different pairs of pants Wait, when you mean sticking out you mean coming through the fibers of yes. the pants or coming a, a top no of the pants? no through the fibers of the pants which when we started explaining this to our like our parents my parents would like my mom was like crying she's like amanda how could that happen he that has is, to be wearing underwear that she's like he would not need to be he would have to not be wearing underwear or it's coming through his underwear and his pants and that his pubic hair was made of a fiber that is like a piercing <laughs> wire that can shoot through polyester <laughs> i can't explain it i need help uh I, I need help we would literally like we sort of like the girls would like who knew about it we'd sort of like stare at each other we'd write a note that's like pj on it and we'd like point at it or like pass it to each other so that like we knew like it's happening today. how stupid what it's like my biggest takeaway memory of that and of that school and like I can't I can't pubic <laughs> Jeff you called him yeah what is like a dumb name I too. know it's all so stupid it really but is what stupid. else could it have been I was 13 like I wasn't a kid I'm trying a to think of like kid. a reasonable explanation of like like what could have possibly it wasn't like it was one pair on. of pants that had like weird fibers it was a lot of different pairs of pants and i can't to this day explain it what could it, what, what was the hair on his head like was he a, was he a thick yeah he had thick hair yeah hair guy yeah. young guy no oh jeez maybe he didn't wear skivvies okay but then how does it get through the pants because it's so it's so bushy it's so big it's like a brillo pad under there oh it's making me uncomfortable i know like, i just got the heebie-jeebies thinking I'm sorry. about it Anyway, that's like my big weird teacher story. That's like the big thing that I can't. Well, I mean, there's one more, but what, what? he's more of a president. A president. He's the he president? was a principal, and we'll get to that later. Oh, um, but I still can't make an explanation. So if anybody could give me an explanation on that, and they want to put out their theories, I'd love to hear it. 
Because going on 20 years, it's still in my brain. And you I can't, can't see how it could be a thing. I can see how it could be a thing. I just don't, I don't know if I know men's. It just means that this, this like middle school <laughs> teacher, male teacher was not wearing underwear and letting his thick, like lush <laughs> pubes lush, like ew. just slam against his pants. Okay. His slacks. You just said thick, lush pubes slam against his pants. His you should, slacks. You should write, you should write erotica. <laughs> his his lush pubes slammed some, against. I think his that's slacks. what makes me uncomfortable is that like he would be so not self aware that because that's the only explanation. The only explanation is he's not wearing underwear. He has an obscene amount of pubic hair, <laughs> and he and he's teaching children. Yeah, that's a that's a weird thing. Yep. We had a principal named Mrs. Grew. We called her Torpedo Tits because her boobs oh. were giant. <laughs> um. That's the only one we had like a nickname for though. Torpedo tits, which is so childish. That's really It's so stupid. Torpedo tits. It's just stupid. She also wore like, you know, like she was an older woman and she wore a very supportive bra. So those things were like out there. Wow. Good for her. Was she like a small woman? She looked like Julia Child. She looked like Julia Child with a lot more breast support. Did she have big boobs, Julia Child? I I don't recall. I feel like they were hidden under that apron. Yeah. Uh, do you know the most I know about Julia Child is like that Meryl Streep movie. I was going to say. I watched recently. Have you ever watched that movie? I've seen part of it. It's not great. No, it's not. I believe <laughs> but she it's was also, nominated for an Oscar. But it's also not bad. <laughs> it's fine. It's one of those movies yeah. you just put it on. It was fine. The end though came and I went, that's the end? Just so you know. Moving right along. Um, I didn't have any yuck sexo things with my teachers, like they're pubies. Well, that's not a sexo thing. That was just a like, I don't know what was going on there. I don't, I don't think he was aware of it. I don't know what it was. It might have just been the pants. There was no like weird stuff that happened about it. It's just that something that like we thought was happening. And so who knows if it was or not. Because it might have just been a manifestation of weird 13-year-olds, but. I'm going to do a real quick hit teacher hit on me. Okay. All right? Yeah. Let's right, do it. This is like, because when we came up with the, the topic of teachers, when, we, yeah. that, when it was out there, I was like, teachers, what does that mean to me? What is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> 107.9 The Grunge. Uh, hey, it's 107.9 The Grunge, and here's a little Foo Fighters for you. There goes my hero. Watch him as he uh, first grade, Miss Ramsey, she was the best teacher ever. Great. And when we had our fifth grade dance, she came back and surprised us all. How fun. There's a video of it. It's the sweetest thing you're ever going to see in your entire life. She came into celebration. Amazing. They were like, everyone get on the floor. We've got a special guest. And they played that song. And Miss Ramsey, I'm getting like, I, it was the sweetest thing that could have happened. She's dead now. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to understand, how old am I? This is like a 60 year old. Yeah, this is like a 60 year old woman, like that that long ago. Got it. The fair, most of my teachers are. You don't think she's 101 years old? What a horrible sentence. Most of my teachers are dead. See, I had a lot of young teachers. I don't know if any of them See, are dead. You, when I was coming into school, my brothers probably had them when they were younger, and I was on the like the thing where the older teachers were moving out and youngers were coming in. Youngers. Youngers. Yeah, the old youngers. The old youngers. So, Miss Ramsey, um, I remember second grade, Miss Stapleton broke her wrist, was gone for half the year. Half the year when you break your wrist? Half the year. Miss mm. Morrow, third grade. Well, you think about a school year. So your yeah. school year's like eight months? Still. I feel like... You, you she was old. Okay. That's different. Fragile. Fragile. Brittle bones. Third like grade. Miss Moran. Something weird happened there too. We had Miss Ganley for half the year. Fourth grade. 
I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember fifth grade. Sixth grade, Miss Kadaya, I've talked about her before. She was the rotten one. She was the one that she would always smoke one. cigarettes at Friendly's and say, get online like now. She made Jen Yaffe cry once because Jen Yaffe gave out invitations to a birthday party in oh. class, but she didn't give one for everyone. And Miss Kadaya like made a made a spectacle of her, and it was really horrible. That's awful. It was awful. Jen was like scarred by that. Like talk about making it worse. Like, like making it like she humiliated Jen and everyone else who wasn't invited. It was awful. What a terrible idea. It's a terrible thing to wow. do. Wow. There was Mr. Chagru who was a fifth grade teacher who I Great didn't name. have. Great and name. He always wore funny ties, but he was really old too. When I went into middle school, I could only remember two of my middle school teachers' names. Miss Moran and Mr. Paquette. Mr. Paquette was a math teacher, and he had pictures of Alf all over the room. I love him. You wouldn't have, though. I, I'm into it. <laughs> he was young. There it is. The end. The end. Um, I will say. Oh, and I remember a high school, but, like, barely. I, I, high it's interesting how you remember, because I'm the same way where I remember so many of my grade school teachers and then my high school teachers, it kind of falls Well, because in grade bit. school, we only had like one, really. Yeah. In high school, you had so every many. single period. And I, I'll be honest with you, I went to public schools in Orlando, Florida, and m- my school. Not great. But I was part of the visual performing arts program. So like that part of my school was right. the, like the best. Of course. Amazing. Of course. Everything else. Not good. All of my <laughs> academics was like embarrassing yikes I had a teacher who insisted on okay this is great I just remember this first of all she would make us hug her when we walked through the door of oh, class okay that's which a problem I, f- I hated it I felt like assault like I, I hated it and then for the first 15 minutes of class she would play Tony Robbins tapes this is nuts right that's crazy what what subject is she teaching uh Motivational speaking? <laughs> no, I think she was like an English teacher. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. That I sounds like someone to... just wants to fill up time. And when you're like, a, 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 I was like 13 or 14 at the time listening to Tony Robbins. Like, how can I adapt Tony Relate Robbins? Relate to anything that this like 40-year-old man is telling you. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is this is helping me in my 14-year-old In my company, life. in my business. Yeah, the business that I'm doing. Um, I will say... Um, and this like makes me bummed to like say it because it made me feel so uncomfortable when it happened and it like so bummed me out on this teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a history teacher and he was like, I don't know, probably in his like mid or late 40s. He was like a fun guy. He was really nice. Um, and this is in high school. I was probably a junior. And we were yeah, all walking. Out. No. <laughs> and we were all walking into class one day. We were all filing in. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? Whatever. Da, da, da. And I said to him, as we were walking in, like, we're all saying, oh, what's up? What's up? I don't remember his name. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, how's it hanging? And he took me out into the hallway and told me that was an inappropriate thing to say to somebody. No, you know what's inappropriate? Taking a young girl out into the hallway and telling her that how's it hanging is a weird thing to I say. I didn't even know what it meant. That's the weird thing to say. Is that the thing? Is how's it hanging meaning how is your dick? Is that what that means? I don't think so. Is that the derivative? Is that what it comes from? I don't think so. And even if it was, like... That's not... You certainly didn't mean it as a kid. No! And it's very weird that he would, like, make you understand he, like, honestly, that. Honestly, even right now, I'm getting this, like, feeling in my I'm chest. I'm getting a yucko feeling. It was so... It made me so uncomfortable and made me so upset that he would have thought that, like, that's what I was doing. And again, when you look back now... And think about that man in general. Yep, Do you think he was like I, a creep weird dude? No. 
Oh. I don't think so. It's a weird thing to tell a kid to I not think, say. I think maybe <laughs> maybe he was like a very like straight edge, like religious, like maybe or something. And that doesn't, that doesn't matter. I don't how's know. How's it hanging is not, how's your dick? That's not what that it means. It made me so upset that like, because we had such a nice like rapport. That's a crazy thing And from do. then on, it was gone. That's it was nuts. Gone. It's, it, it's so unnecessary. Ugh. Why did, like, just like how that person, like, made Yaffe feel bad. Why would this person, why would this teacher have done this to me? I think, too, it's like we, we when you're young, you don't think about the fact that an, adults have so much of their own personal baggage from their own, like, upbringing and yeah. their parents and oh, their yeah. siblings and all this. Like, you don't even ever consider the fact yeah. that, like, they could be mental patients. Yeah. You know? and, and they could be dumping, downloading their weird shit on yep. you. Yep. I think that's what it was with Miss Kadaya, like. She was a miserable, nasty-ass woman. And I think it's because she was a miserable woman. And she downloaded misery on all of us. That's so... And it was, like, damaging. I mean, I think it's crazy that we're... I don't know, that it's the sort of thing that, like, we are how old now, and we still remember their names. Of course. What they looked like. Of and course. how we felt. And I can still feel that now. So, like, We I spent don't know. all day with them. Yeah. It, it just takes me... Uh, that. That's just what a scary thing to be a teacher now like knowing that anything you possibly do, any small choice you make, like lives with that kid forever. That's and, so scary. And there's the flip side of that too, where they become so gun shy, you know, like so. Of course, where they don't want to say or do anything. Then now they're not doing anything, yeah. you know? And it's yeah. like. Yeah. And there's a whole other bunch of, of issues course. that they're probably of thinking course. about. Like, I can't even imagine. No. Uh, guys, also, you know who's a teacher? Jen Yaffe. Hey! Two Which times I, this episode. I asked her for teacher's stories and I said, is it one of those things where there's going to be absolutely too many for you to explain to me? And she said, yes. <laughs> She's like, 100%. Yep. The one she did tell me were not appropriate. No, not okay. Um, I uh, I will say the my other teacher story before we dive into our listener stories. Mm-hmm. Um, something I will, uh, and these are all weird ones. Like I could talk for a while, of course, about like the teachers that inspired me or the ones that were like, super helpful in putting me on a path of where I want to be, you know, and that sort of stuff. But um, these are all just the weird ones. So we had a, we I feel like we had several chorus teachers for a while oh. of like, we just had like switching out and chorus was always exciting. First first of all, it took place in a trailer. But it was chorus, did you, was it an elective? Could you choose in, to take in, it? No, in kindergarten through eighth grade, it was in that school, it was not. It everyone was did simply, it. Yeah, everyone just did it. Um, and I think it was for like half the year or something or like once a month you had it. Mm-hmm. Um, band was an elective and that was a thing you could do. But uh-huh. for, uh, for chorus, you had to do um and one we had this guy for maybe one year um and he drank out of a Mets coffee mug and he everybody hated him he was mean we hated his music choices he was just like not nice and I don't know how true this is but the rumor was that a girl in my grade named Wendy filled that he asked because he would ask send people out of the room can you fill my mug with water and the rumor was that Wendy went into the toilet and took toilet water and didn't. And This is a dumb story about of, kids because kids are stupid. They are. And kids like, well, like, they loved retelling like that naughty story. I'm just saying. That's what, that's still what I believe to be true do in my you, brain. Do you think she took toilet water? She doesn't sound like the type of person that would also, do that. Also, what kind of teacher is this that's like, Telling students to like go run his errands, like like you Excuse go get me, your, run my errands. cup, you weirdo. I also need a box of triscuits from the store, and if you could uh, fill my fireplace with wood. And we also have no way of communicating with the front office about stuff. So could you go talk to the secretary and tell her, <laughs> ask her if I've gotten any messages today? No, because I mean, boy, um, Emily, do you have any listener stories that you uh, wanted to share with I us? Do okay. 
Great. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, I really thought when I was telling that story that you I, were gathering, I was, but then I didn't know the story was going to like end as quickly as it did. So I was, a li- I was like, look, nobody expects pause. it. Nobody expects it to end with toilet water, but at I a didn't certain, expect but it at a certain way. point, it happens. Uh, here's one. Okay. So listener Betsy said, freshman year of high school, my world history teacher showed us a knight's tale. We watched it twice. And Wait, claimed- isn't that the Heath Ledger movie? Yeah. Oh my- yeah. I was shown that as well. That's weird. That to me is weird. Well, you, you might appreciate this then. Okay. All right. So uh, our history teacher showed us A Knight's Tale. We watched it twice. That's definitely overkill. And claimed it was historically accurate. The film starts with the peasants at a jousting match singing We Will Rock You by Queen. Also, my science teacher in sixth grade played us the song Over the Moon from Rent because it had the word moon in it and we were studying moon cycles. Public education at its finest. Those are teachers definitely taking liberties. And also, in regards to what you were saying earlier, filling up some class time. Gotta fill up that class time. Gotta. I don't know. This song has the word moon in it. I guess this. We're studying moon. This seems fine. And, and guys, after class, we're going to be going to Denny's and having moons over my hammy so that and everyone can themed. understand moon and now, stuff. And now you'll understand moon cycles. Thank you so much. I've never seen the movie Night's Tale. Uh, he only showed us the jousting part in the beginning. He did not say it was historically accurate. Uh, I don't remember why. I mean, I'm sure we were studying also, that medieval times. In the, in the, in the, I believe it? it's at the beginning. And there's like jousting and he shows us that. Is it that incredible of a jousting scene? I don't recall it being that, but maybe he wanted us to see what jousting looked like. He didn't want to show you guys. Uh, hey, maybe he wanted to be cool. Because ours was young. I will say this teacher was young and hot. <clears throat> you have a lot of like hot teacher or like pubic hair stories. Okay, I have one of each, <laughs> Emily. Sue me. <laughs> two, two more than I have. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so, oh God. Um, the PJ uh, teacher showed us all in the family an episode of it saying, look what used to be on television. I remember it was under the guise of like, how inappropriate is this? And we were just like, this, Inappro- this yeah, is inappropriate. <laughs> I know it's the 90s, but and things are a little loosey-goosey, but what are we doing? Oh, I remember like under the gun, like the, this is something that used to be on television. And then we were like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it used to be. Don't show us this now. I also recall that we used to, um, we used to have a, the, the school shared a laser disc player. By the way, what happened to laser discs? Are people still doing They're it? Not, certainly not. They were huge CDs. They were like, this is a format that's going to stick around. These are easy to keep. Look at how simple they are, just in these record-sized discs. What was the point? It was an in-between. It was a digital format. And I think it was it was their first foray into digital formats. I may be incorrect. Um, But (laughs) our our they there was a cart, there was a TV cart, right? A TV on it, laserdisc player. Oh right, and we knew when that thing was being rolled into the classroom. You are like fuck. We were stoked. But then but then Mrs. Byman would be like, "All right, we're gonna watch this laserdisc about tectonic plates." And then we were like, (laughs) "Ah, boo." (laughs) Sub sub sub. (laughs) We want it to be Night's Tale. But no, it was tectonic plates. We got another story here. Oh, cool. Who's it from? This is from Chelsea. Okay. My senior year, we had an AP literature professor who was the smarmiest, most pretentious. First of all, we get it. You're smart. You're an AP literature. She didn't say that she was in it. She just said they had an Mm, AP literature professor. Sounds like we get it. Were you in AP? No. (laughs) Here, Emily, were you in AP? Uh, I was actually, like, notably in the, like, next down to, like, special, like, Education. I was for math. 
I was in, I think we may have talked about this. So there's like algebra, there's geometry, there's calculus, there's all that yeah, other yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The highest I went was in a class called Algeo. Excuse me? That is a combination algebra and geometry because uh, we couldn't do enough of it. Amanda. It, it, it was, we couldn't foray into either of those fully. Amanda, I got that beat. Oh, do tell. When I moved to Orlando, Florida, took pre-algebra year one. Failed, took summer school, pre-algebra to get into Algebra 1, sophomore year. Took Algebra 1, sophomore year, failed, took summer school, Algebra 1, again. Failed again, junior year, Algebra 1, oh, still. Oh, no! <laughs> so much Algebra 1! They finally let me pass Algebra 1 in junior year. Senior year, Algebra 2, never geometry. Never went past oh, that. When people talk in, like when they were in college, when they talk about having calculus and like all that, I was like, what are you even saying? <laughs> yeah, I could not. I have never in my life done anything remotely close to calculus. I wasn't made for that. No. It's, it's not. How'd you do in like English and that sort of stuff? Pretty okay. I could have done a lot better in school if I applied, applied yourself. myself. Of I course. just didn't. I was like more consumed with yeah. shows and whatever. Of course. Okay. Uh, my senior year, we had an AP literature professor. This is Chelsea. I get it. You're an AP. <laughs> Advanced placement. Is that what that is? Yes. Uh, literature professor who was the smarmiest, most pretentious SOB you could imagine. He would say things like, are we copacetic people? Are we copacetic? And that was so deep, I need to roll my pants up. And Ugh. that just blew my hair back. He also had an obnoxious tattoo of Shakespeare on his bicep, whom he referred to as Billy and constantly told us about his sexy, leggy wife, now divorced. So, senior year, we wrote and performed the comedic play The Death of Kelly, a play in three acts, where he met his untimely doom at the end of each act. (laughs) I can't remember each premise, but I do recall that the ghost of his pal, good old Billy, came back to do him in a solid in one of them. Okay. What did this person teach? AP English. It was lit. literature. Oh my God. She, her senior year, she says AP literature professor. Senior year college? Maybe. I mean, that sounds like college stuff. But as college, do you use the term AP in college? I think, so. I think it's high school. Wow. Also, you had a literature professor in high school? Yeah, I had none of that. Who is she? That's. Really I mean, I know crazy. Chelsea. That they wrote a play, a three the act. Death of Kelly, a play, play in three acts. He met his untimely doom at the end of each act. They killed him in each act. That's also, do you know about any teachers that had tattoos? Like that was not a thing. Like when would that have come up? I know of one teacher that has a tattoo. Oh. Jenny Affey. <laughs> I know of one. Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> <laughs> Dean of boys. It's uh, Arthur Fonzarelli's tattoo is uh, a nose with a rubber hose going through both nostrils. That's Vinnie Barbarino. Stick your nose up a rubber. Stick your nose up your nose with a rubber hose. That's Barbarino. It's Welcome Back, Cotter. You're right. Shoot, but maybe it's his homage to him. Yes, there it is. Vinny had an Arthur Fonzarelli. They exist in the same universe. Uh, One more story, please. Nick, a friend of the show. Yes, to a certain degree. Great. Look it up. He said, I was teaching a weekly after school class on 3D printing for 8 to 12 year olds. After the first semester, I was very confident in my abilities. So I moved days around so my daughter could attend. She lasted about three weeks, then told me she wanted out. When pressed for a reason, she said, I really like you as a dad. I don't like you as a teacher. (gasps) (laughs) Burn! <laughs> what a sweetheart. He moved days so that she could attend. And here he is thinking like Here we are. We're gonna be connect. something for us to share in. Look at us. And you know, and, and she was like, Ugh. She yeah, like went three this. times and was like, This I is can't. a nightmare. 
That is adorable and sad. Uh, all right, everyone. Uh, so uh, it's day one. Uh, real exciting stuff. Uh, I'm so glad to have you all here. I'm really excited. Uh, just go around the room. I know there's a... Okay. I'm sorry. That's... Uh, no, I don't want to... Sorry. Into... I was just a little bored. Okay. Keep we going. haven't even done the introduction, so... Okay. Uh, welcome to 3D printing. It's all 3D to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go around and introduce ourselves real quick. I know there's only three of you, so it shouldn't take too much time. Uh, how about right over here? I'm Rodney, and I'm here because I am uh, I'm really into 3D, and I like 3D printing, and I've like heard all about it, and I've like watched all the YouTube videos about it, and now I just like want to really finally do it so thank you thank you uh mr jigger yeah <laughs> don't worry buddy call Jir- me mr nick all right mr nick okay does any- and if anybody wants to tug my beard we'll do it after class that sounds really like a weird <laughs> offer don't i feel uncomfortable and maybe i should leave okay let's move over to the next student uh who's the next student uh, my name is Kelly Pearson. I am 12 years old. I am a current student at Walter Elementary. I am 7th grade, <laughs> pushing 8th, excited to get into some 3D print. I am going to be making jewelry. Okay, great. That's great. Glad to have you. And last but not least, who shouldn't act any different just because I know her. You didn't... You didn't have to say that part. Um... Just want to make sure you know that nothing has to be different. We're both, I'm teacher, you're student. Okay, it doesn't, okay. Hi. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Ashley, I'm 11 years old, and here, I'm here. How about a big round of applause for Ashley? No one else got applause. I love Ashley. Please stop applauding, everyone. Oh, great. No one else got Um, applause. Why are you treating me differently? Excuse me? Can I talk to you? You're talking right now. Can I talk to you as dirt? Do you want to talk about 3D printing? Fine. Fine. Just go. When is this war? Uh, Ashley, yes. do you want to tell us what print you're going to be making today? It's me like a... Excuse me? It's like a, Can you talk? Use your grown-up voice. Let everyone hear I'm your pretty voice. I'm making a frowny face. Make hmm. a 3D frowny face. Uh, I know what you're making on your own physical face, but what are you going to make in the 3D I'm printer? I'm making a 3D frowny face. Hmm. Cause that's how I feel, Ashley. I did think you should make something more fun and peppy. I'm. What else is in this pile? <laughs> of stuff. I don't know. Here, look. I. I'll make a. There's like a banana, I guess. Great, a banana. That's the best thing I've ever heard anyone make. That's the best thing I've ever heard anyone make. Uh, excuse me. I'm. I. I thought that I was gonna make. Um, Shut up, Rodney. <laughs> Guys. We're not going to get to any printing today. I just want you to know, in closing, I've got your final grades for today's class. Why are we getting, cl- why are we getting uh, grades? A girl student that I forgot your name that's going into 12th grade or something, you she, get a D. She's pushing A. <laughs> she said that. Well, Rodney. Yeah. Uh, you get a C plus. What? The C stands for cool dude. How's that sound? Well, the cool dude part sounds good. And but Ashley. A, triple plus, if there was a letter above A, that's what you'd get. I'll see you in the car. Good. 
So thank you for your stories. Some advice there, Nick. So just some <laughs> thoughts on what you can do. Maybe change your behavior. Yeah. yeah, Nick. Maybe you should be more like the character I played of Nick. Yeah, some just you know something to think about. Um, so I will say, look, if it is, if we are talking about teachers, yeah. What? Who's in school? <laughs> Students. Yes. Yes. How old are they? Kids. They're from the ages of five to eighteen. Yes, but let's focus on those last couple. What are they? Teens. Yes. So what do you oh. think we're going to go? The teen scene? You got it, baby. Teen scene. Gotta let it out. Gotta let it out. Steam. 107.9, you've reached the steam of grunge. Mm. Coming up next is Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, uh, today is the greatest the end. The end. Um. Alright so We are headed We're here we're already here We're already we here can't we head the train that. that plays the song And Alyssa Milano she, she, she picked us, us up She dropped us off she, And here we are She's the conductor What can we say yeah, She's I love shoveling it. that coal And she's also Driving the train And she's also Post who's the boss Pre-charmed. Yes. That's my favorite time of her. So, headed, of course, to the old 17 mag to find some back-to-school traumas. Uh, So, this is from 2010. Mm -hmm. So, they may be dated. But here we go. This story is called The Pits. Okay. My class was going on a school trip. And while we were on the bus, my crush sat in the same row as me. Oh, lucky. He wouldn't stop staring at me or my chest. I thought it was probably because he liked me. So I texted him. So do you like what you see? How forward is that? It's a little gross. It's very gross. Boys don't like that either. If they're like teens, like that would make a boy kind of like. Maybe. Who knows? Well, we're going to find out. He immediately responded. Um, no, I'm staring at your pit stains. Take that B. Got B, her B, in the A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got her. I hope do that girl like learned a value. I hope she learned a valuable lesson of like, don't do that. Don't be a complete whore. Yeah, yeah. And if you are gonna message a guy about looking at your breasts, say something that says like take a picture that lasts longer. Like, don't make it like you like what you see. Like you're not like some hussy. Yeah. Like don't be do weird. You like what you say. That's so disgusting. Make a goof about it. Don't like be a sexo about it. A sexo. Oh, <laughs> that just grosses me out that like that's a thing people can do now. Like text, text someone like oh, it's hey. very weird. I hate it. How, and that's the thing like anybody that listens to the show that has like teenage children. What is this the deal with cell phones in school at this point? I'm, like you, how does it how do they navigate that? You're probably not allowed to have them. They have to have them. They have to be able to have them. I don't think so. I think I keep think, them in your locker. I think they have them. I don't know. I think there might be rules as to like. Somebody let us know. You all like in the movie theater, put your phone on silent airplane mode, put it out of sight. I But I think that they have to like have them on them. Why? Because I don't want to be a downer, but if anything goes on, like uh, they need to have them with them. Mm. And if their parents or something is going on, like they need to get know. in touch with the school. Got called down know. to the principal's office, you know. I don't know. Just saying. Well, if you're listening to the show. Let us know. Send if us a little mess, mess, and let us know. You got it. All right, this story is it. called Overcoming Hurdles. 
Okay. I'm on the track team at school and my crush is on the football team. I always make sure to look cute for practice in case he sees me. When he came outside one afternoon, I was working on my hurdle jumping. You know, classic track hurdle jumping. Also, who gets involved with this when they're in high school? Can you imagine like, mom, I'll be home at six because I have like hurdle jumping practice and for, for three hours after I've already been through an entire school day. I mean, that was my life. I played soccer. Oh. Yeah, but you played soccer. I'm talking about like, how do you get involved with like, I'm on the track team. That's the same thing. No, soccer is cool. I don't know. Track, track team seems cool. like. Track team's a lot of work. That's what I'm saying. It's too, it's too much for a young kid. It's all a lot of work. Um, I was practicing my hurdle jumping. So I decided to go for the highest hurdle we have. I thought hurdles are all the same height. No. No, 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 no. So I decided to go for the highest hurdle we have. I jumped over the first one, but when I went for the second, my foot got caught. I fell flat on my face and broke my nose. Oh my God. <laughs> Besides my crush seeing me totally bite it. I had to take senior yearbook pictures the next day. If you broke your nose. You're not going to school. She's lying. Yeah. She's telling a lie. She's telling a tale. Had to take yearbook pictures the next day with bandages and a swollen face. Not cute. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. And they would have waited. You can make them up. And you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't have gone to pictures. You've definitely, if you broke your nose, you definitely probably had to go to the hospital, deal with it. You missed a day of school for sure. What's wrong with people? Also, when you took your high school photos, did you do it at school? Why were I yours think elsewhere? We did too. My no, no, yeah, we had to go elsewhere. We had to go to a studio, and my brothers did too. Really? Mm-hmm. No. You had to supply your own high school yearbook photo. Interesting. That is a thing now. That is like I know that people are like this is their high school portraits. I'm like, what the hell are those? We just oh, took one picture. And in New England, they did that too. And I hated it. I put my hair in a certain way. Like I like I don't like my hair like you know slicked down or like I kind of like it a little mussy and I remember um the photographer like recombed my hair and the picture is so <laughs> like my hair is like gl- like glued you hated to it. my ha- it's horrible it's such a horrible picture and it's like that time where like layers were very obvious cut layers yeah, like severe layers so I have severe layers and it's just it's bad in ours they made us uh we all had to use the same studio, though. Like, mm. the pictures are uniform. Got it. But you didn't do them on campus. Interesting. And the, <laughs> the girl ones. <laughs> are you holding flowers? We're holding a rose. Yes! And we're, like, looking looking, looking over, over our shoulders. shoulders. And the boys have, like, half tuxedos that they just, like, pin. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a smock yeah. you put yeah. on. Here, just put on this smock tuxedo. <laughs> God, what a stupid tradition. Here, hold a rose, okay? Yeah, why can't we just... You know what they should be doing now is, like, just take my... My Facebook profile pic. That's it. Whatever your Facebook Slap profile photo there. is. You that's know it's what every girl just wants yeah. people to think she looks like anyway. So yeah. just use that. Ugh. <laughs> the worst. In science, we were studying the gases on the periodic table. Very specific. <laughs> my friends and I were joking about how boring the topic was. I reached over the lab table to get my book and accidentally let out an audible toot. Did she say toot? It says audible toot. That's fun. That is fun. An annoying guy shouted out, which gas would that classify as? These are made up. Everyone in the room laughed and I wanted to die. Where'd you get these from? Seventeen Magazine. So stupid. They're all lies. Everyone, it's like, I tripped and fell and also got my period. To me, it sounds like a 35-year-old staff writer is like, hey, uh, you're going to be on teen teen stories. (laughs) There's no names on them, so these make me feel made This is just some more shit. Here we go. One day I had to present something in class on the projector using my laptop. 
When you're plugged into the projector, everyone in the class can see your computer desktop. I realized after everyone had seen it that I had a folder named Sexy Pics. Excuse me? Everyone burst out laughing, and as I was trying to explain that they were just pictures of my friends and I had named as a joke, my teacher glared at me and told me to see her after class. I could barely make it through that presentation. Yeah, but wait, but why did like a teen girl have a file called sexy pics of her and her friends? That's so weird. When you were in like the, at that age, were you ever thinking about being sexy? No. I was I couldn't be farther away from sexy. I was wearing a floral bodysuit, overalls, an anklet floral. that jingled. And I like <laughs> oh, I, I had an anklet that jingled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, there was like a name for it. I'm trying to think of what we called them, but it was like but I, there, there was nothing about me that that said sexy. Mm, I was sexy. I was. Uh, Although I did wear uh, leopard pants. So. Oh, I mean, that's pretty sexy. I don't know. That's sexy. Me. Not on me, probably. I mean, I can't even imagine like what my bras were like. Like I don't even like remember. Me neither. Like caring. I makeup was like a, the, the bare minimum. <laughs> I had no understanding of sex appeal or. Yeah. Anything and these girls, you like what you say? Yeah, and I Ew. see I see young girls now, and I think like it's they're too, too sexed up. Well, it's just too much. We just sound, like, so old. We just sound like old ladies, but there's so, it's so different though. It is. They look, it's very different. social media has completely warped their sense of like what, you what normal is. Yep, and it's very weird. Anyway, this is a whole other topic. I'm just saying. Well, I'm thinking about too. It must be weird for teachers too, like seeing like these girls coming in that are wearing like bikini tops Thongs. and vagina shorts and vagina shorts. <laughs> Excuse me, where's your vagina shorts section? <laughs> I just want to. Can you imagine if you're like fresh out of college, uh, like thirty year old, like no. 28-year-old man who's like got their master's and you're teaching now. You're teaching at a high and, school. And girls are walking around in vagina shorts. And girls are walking around, six-foot girls, because milk made people different sizes now. <laughs> what <laughs> is happening? We are opening, you are opening the Pandora's box right now. Like, your brain is a National Enquirer magazine. You're like, and then there's those bat boys that are that are in school with their with their wings and their bad eyes. I've read about Kids them. Kids just seem bigger and weirder now. Like, okay, that's it. Work. Kids seem bad is the takeaway but from this episode. My, my point is, if you were a teacher, it might be very weird like that you have to like just, you know, I mean, gosh, you have to be the right person for those jobs. I hope they're doing a good job making sure that like the right people are doing jobs like these. Well, they get paid absolute garbage. I know. Um, and it's really f- bullshit. Bless so, them. Thank if you, you're a teachers. Teacher, again, if you're a teacher, bless you. Sorry, we didn't talk about our good ones that we had, but it's obviously. I did. I said Miss Ramsey. But you didn't go to Deets. Well, she you did say. She came back. And it was very exciting. Everybody loved her. Miss Moran was very good to me. All right. We're moving right along. Um, folks, that brings us to the end of our episode. Yep. Brings us to the end. And we are here together at the end, holding hands up high over the highest hurdle that we just cleared this episode. Okay. 107.9, LaGrange. We're taking you to a little jars of clay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. It is fun to kids living for 40 days and my mind is by the waves. Okay, I don't know. I can't know. believe I just sourced that. I don't know any of that, so I'll just believe you. You're really and... kind of a Jesus-y. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, so that brings us to the very end, folks, and I don't think we know <laughs> when our next show is. I mean, technically. It's sometime. It should be the first Thursday of September. Fingers crossed. 
We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and this is being pre-recorded, folks. So, guys, this is how podcasts work. Okay. If you want up to the date, come to the live show. Info. Also, go to our Facebook. Yeah. You can find us, Amanda and Emily, on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at Amanda underscore Emily underscore show. And you can find us on Twitter at M&M show. Go to all those things and check in with us. Follow See what us. the topics are. Send us messages. Chime in your own stories. Find out when our shows are going to be. Yeah. Find out if we're coming to a town near you. And like I said, I am on a mission for us to get 100 reviews on iTunes. Right now we are sailing at a smooth 51. My oh. goal is 100. Um, we appreciate so much the people that have already written reviews. Um, if you write reviews of the show and you say silly things... Um, we will read them on the air. We will give you the credit. So please, we would love to get a comp to a show. You'll get a comp to a show. Um, And look, the fact of the matter is um, when we get more reviews, it gives us more visibility on iTunes. So it's super, super helps us out. Don't you care about us? Don't you want us to have more visibility on iTunes? Come on, guys. So that would be really awesome if you could leave reviews for us and hopefully we'll read some on the air next time. And don't forget, you can always call us at 407-3-GYP-NIP. G-Y-P-N-I-P, like a gypsy's nipple. If you want to leave us an audible message because you just think that the information you have to share is just too much it's to type. got to be talking on the air. It's got to gotta play gotta it out loud. You. Exactly. Um, so folks, thanks so much for staying with us and we'll see you next time. And remember, if you can't do teach, love you, mean it. Bye. Bye. That was Amanda and Emily. It was a show about nothing at all.